Welcome to the Let Us Reason Together broadcast with pastor-teacher Dr. James Sutton of Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church. Please stay tuned to the end of the broadcast for more contact information. And now your host, Dr. James Sutton. Then what they're saying is, should be canonized, it should be scripture too. You see what I'm saying? That's why you don't believe everybody when they say God told me something. Line it up with scripture. If it don't line up with scripture, 4,000 years of, of, of God showing himself to the Israelites and then to the Gentiles, then you need to question it. And if it's too esoterical, meaning outside of scripture, you need to dismiss it at all because they're trying to be with you. That's as plain as I can put it. You, you try And you sit there and listen to that stuff and it sounds with that Christianese language, you end up being bewitched. And that's what you got to be careful of because it appeals to your flesh. God told me to tell you this. And then, and I'm going to tell you a situation I just went through in a, in a short story. God said, say this to me. And then you said, you remember the book of Isaiah? Well, at that time you're telling me that I, ain't, I don't, you know, I got biblical knowledge, but you know, I don't have it all. So I'm like, okay, it's an Isaiah. So once you finish talking, guess what I'm getting ready to do? To I'm going to run to Isaiah. Cause you about, cause what you told me, you use as your foundation, something that happened to Isaiah. Guess what? It wasn't there. It wasn't there at all. So what do I do with it? I dismiss that. Because you try to use scripture to bewitch me, but you didn't use it right. Because you don't think most of us don't go to scripture. What we do is we get in our mystical, magical place. You know, we the prayer closet. We, you know, I told y'all the prayer closet wherever you are. The prayer closet is simply the old ability to be able to close off the world and talk to God. I can talk to God while I'm talking to you. You see what I'm saying? That's your prayer closet. You don't need no special place. No geographical place to go into your prayer closet. It's all right if you have a place of quiet that you can go to. But what if you can't get there? What if you ain't around two or three are gathering and I'm in the midst? That's why that's dangerous teaching. Because what you do is rely on that two or three gathered you there. Okay, what about when I'm all alone? The Bible taught David when he's all alone, God is with him. When he's at his worst time, God is with him. And I'm trying to strengthen you. I'm not trying to you to follow me. I want you to follow me as I follow Christ, just like Paul said. See, I can go to the scripture and say, y'all know what that said. But I'm not want y'all, I want y'all to be so strong in your own self that you don't necessarily need me. I'm trying to preach and teach my way out of a job. You're not together because I got this word that nobody else has. Only word I got is what's in scripture. I ain't got no other word than that. If you break it down, to its lowest denominator, its simplest form, all we supposed to do is tell you what's in this book. Other than that, style, fluff, whatever. But I never want you to think that what we do at Walking Truth, and y'all know this, is outside the word of God. I don't want you to think that I got something that y'all can't have. Y'all got the Holy Spirit in you just like I got the, there is no extra anointing. What there is is the anointing in different assignments. Within the body of Christ. That's why he said we one body. And each part of the body is needed to break the wholeness of God. So my talent may not be your talent. But your talent is your talent. And God said develop the gifts that's in people. That's what we do at Walker Trooper. Her gift is going to be grant writing. Man we want to do everything to help her do grant writing. Heather's all doing seminary. Guess what? We want Heather to do the best she can in seminary. Venus does law. We want Venus to do the best thing she can be. She can be an attorney for God. We want you to develop these things that's in you. You pray. And I'm, and I'm kind of going through this for Sharice's sake. These young ladies here, 
and some of the other ones. We, us four, came from the same church. They are so far ahead of where they, when we first got together. At old church, she would have never got to read. She would never got to read. She would never, they would never get to participate. Here they can do it all. They don't need me. Just like on Sunday when they go to the nursing home, I can be away and look what happens. Y'all have a beautiful service. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to raise them up that they don't need me. So when I go to a nursing home this coming Sunday, I may not do nothing but sit there and be part of the group. No. <laughs> Bye. All right, let's get started. Look at Joyce. See, then I got to yield to my, my elders and be like, okay. She's like, no. All right, all right, let's go to uh, Saint First, uh, First John chapter 2, verse uh, 18. All right, Will, go ahead. Little children. Mm-hmm. It is the last time, and as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, mm-hmm. even now are there many Antichrists. So we know that Antichrist is not one person, but many. But we also know that Antichrist is the person and the spirit in the person. And any time that a person speaks against the word of God, they, have, they are actually yielding to what they may be called Antichrist. Now, if they make a mistake, we're not talking about somebody who makes a mistake. We're not talking about who by sins and repents. We're talking about somebody who's, who truly is talking and doing things against God and God's children. Now, they may be in your church. Now, see, this is the thing about what John is writing about. It was in unique in scripture. He's not talking about the Antichrist necessarily outside the, outside the body. He's talking about there will be wolves and she's clothing that will creep in. There will be Antichrist. Their job is to disrupt. Their simple job. They know scripture. They know all that. But their job is to disrupt. There's no harmony in them. There's no growth in them. Their job is to point out everybody's flaws. But never ever, as Pastor Gasset said Sunday, which was a great sermon, there's no salve put on it. They can cut you, but they never try to lift you up. Beware of people like that. Because the same word that cuts you is the same word that what? Cures you. But you have to know how to apply that word to cure the person. Yes, some people need to be torn down. But you better have a plan to build them back up because that's the way of God. But the Antichrist want to do what? Nothing but what? Tear you down. And leave you torn down. And tell you that what God did on the cross, go back to the basic thing. What Jesus did on the cross does not work. His death was in vain because you're not living a happy life. His death was in vain because you don't have a car you want. His death is in vain because you don't have a marriage you want. His death was in vain because you had a job you want. You just you label anything to it that you want. But his death was specifically for to save you from going to hell. Now, anything after that you get is a blessing due to the grace of God. But even God said, I reign on the just and the unjust alike, which means there's a common grace given to his creation that everybody participates in, whether they're a sinner or a saint. But the saints participate in a grace that, that people surpasses all understanding because our grace, our mercy is in the fact that no matter what we're going through, we know God got us. We're like Paul on the shipwreck when they, when they, when in Acts, I think Acts chapter 20 something, where he was being shipwrecked and he told everybody, he said, if you don't leave a ship, everybody be saved. Now they had to trust in what Paul said. And they cut away the life rafts, but threw over the grain and 253 people were saved and didn't lose one. Okay? There was a special grace 
that was given to those who followed the man of God at that time who was speaking for God. But guess what? They didn't have to trust him. They could have went and they would have perished. Sometimes it seems like you're perishing, but you're not. But you're in the middle of a storm. The worst storm that you can possibly be in in your life. You're in the middle of it right now. Some of you are in the middle of a storm that you can't even tell me about. But let me tell you something. I didn't teach you this to rely on me. I teach you this to fall on your knees before God. And go to God with his promises for you. The scriptures you know. That, that you can count on when you're going through stuff. I don't know what you can count on. I know Vera has told us many stories that, that she's read something and really touched her heart because she was going through something. When, you, when God touched your heart like that, you know what God is telling you? I'm going to get you through it. When he touches your heart in the middle of your storm, you just get a peace. That what? Surpasses all understanding. You was just on your knees. You was crying out to God. And all of a sudden it's like. And you stand up and go like, but I still got a problem. But God say, I got you. You say, Lord, I'm going to trust you. Yeah, it surpasses all understanding. You can't even explain the peace that you have. Y'all just don't even know. Behind making that the same thing. And when you make a decision, that's when you gain peace. Don't be scared to make a decision. When I made this decision to do what we're going to get ready to do, there was like a weight lifted off me. Because I know the love we have. I know I, we've seen the spirit move with us. So I want to get back to that. Because that's where our power is. Is in our love. But when Antichrist come through the door, your job, my job, is to not let Antichrist affect the baby saints. My job is to look out for all of y'all. Y'all job look out for each other. And if I see Antichrist come through the door and we give them opportunity to repent and change, and they just want to be disruptive, there's nowhere in the Bible that it commands us to let disruptive people stay amongst us. Matter of fact, it tells us to remove them. We follow Matthew 18 and give them an opportunity to do what they're supposed to do, and we see that that doesn't work with them, then we, the bottom line of Matthew 18, somebody got to have the authority to say, you know what, we, this ain't where you should be. You're causing too many problems, and the problem you're causing, we ain't already conquered. So why am I going to let you bring that back up in here? Just because, I, just because it sounds good? Because we go to a scripture that says, let the wheat and the tear grow up together? That don't mean that. See, that's what I'm saying. This is, how you, this is why you got to know your scripture. That, you can't say God say in Matthew 18, kick them out, and then God say let the wheat and the turf grow together. Something's wrong with your interpretation because what you just said is the Bible contradicts itself. So that can't mean that. When the New Testament he says, go follow these instructions, follow these things, take them to the church, blah, 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 and then if they still don't want to change, kick them out. Well, that ain't the same as wheat and the turf grow together because the wheat and the turf grow together is not about church discipline. The wheat and the turf grow together is the fact that it rains on the just and the unjust alike. We are, there's a common grace given to all men. So let the wheat and the tear grow up together and let the reapers come at the end that will determine whether people are saved or not. See, we don't spend any time determining salvation, but we do spend time determining whether their sanctification is of God or their sanctification is of the devil. See, there's a set apart. You know, the devil sets some people aside for him too. Yeah. Judas guy was one, right? Yeah. So we know this is in the body. 
But our job is, as mature Christians is to deal with them when we see them and identify them with evidence and facts. Not with innuendos, evidence and facts. So if you're ugly, you just want to be ugly. That's fine. But Antichrists are in the church. Antichrists are in this world. And Antichrists are pushing the remnant together. So in one way, you got to be happy about the haters. Because the haters are causing us to get together. The haters cause me and we'll get closer. The haters cause me and you get closer. See, the thing about it is, you ain't that gifted if you ain't have no haters. Think about it. Only gifted people got haters. If you didn't have no gift, you wouldn't have no haters. If God wasn't using you, he wouldn't use the Antichrist to come against you. You'd be part of his team already. So God allows the Antichrist, what I call just modern day haters, to come and press us together. Press us together. Press us together. They think they turn us apart. But what they're actually doing is making us stronger because what we do, we don't run away from each other. We run what? To each other. All right? Go ahead, Will. Whereby we know that it is the last time. Mm -hmm. They went out from us, but they were not of us. So where did they come from? Okay, Satan. But what is that? They went out from us. So where, did they, where were they originally? In church. They were part of the church. They went out from us. That means they were with us. They went on the outside looking in. They were sitting right next to you. But what ends up happening is they eventually end up leaving either by us telling them to leave or eventually when they see it's not working, they're going to leave. When they see the disruption is not working, they're going to leave. They're going to quit. They're going to just call it a day because you can't win against God. You can't win against what God wants. So all we got to do is stick together. For those who want to come in and be with us, like Sharice, we love on her. We teach her. You know what I'm saying? Steve, we love them, teach them. And then as they continue to become one of us, there's going to be stress on their life to not be one of us. But we got to continue in good faith to realize that nobody has come to this ministry that's not really part of this ministry. Do you understand what I'm saying? We've been fortunate. We haven't had Judas come through the door yet, but he coming. Praise God. He's coming. Thank you for listening in today to Let Us Reason Together broadcast with Dr. James Sutton. You may send letters of prayerful support and your tax-deductible financial gift to Walk in Truth, 7852 Milan Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63130. If you are in need of prayer or would like to contact the ministry, call us at 314-629-0024. You can also visit the ministry website at www.walkintruthministries.com or email us at witmin at yahoo.com. And be sure to check us out on Walk in Truth Ministries on Facebook and Walk in Truth Radio SoundCloud. Be sure to tune in next week for another thought-provoking broadcast from Let Us Reason Together.